4: We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on vSEN, the sports betting network.
2: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the show. It's Benning Across America and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Richard, One half of your host and team. I'm in Vegas. The other half of your host and team is in Jubilant, Boston. It's Josh Applebaum. Josh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Pritch.
5: Yeah, I didn't get swept away by uh, by, by the wind <laughs> yesterday in Orchard Park, but Pritch, what a great game. We can recap all this, but uh, it's always nice when kind of you, you locate two angles and they both come through for you. Obviously, uh, when you're looking at the wind and we were talking about how it was a decision for a lot of betters. 45 all the way down to 41. Can you still take the 40, 40, 41 if it's moved so much? Well, we got the answer to that, Pritch, but the wind, it really didn't matter, although after one quarter it was 8-7. It's like, ooh, maybe buying low in the over uh, was a smart move. So whether you played it, Uh, Whether you just, you know, tease it up either way, the under comes through. If you look at these windy unders now, 10 miles an hour or more, 38 and 21 to the under 64% this year. But Pritch, the Pats getting it done. Mm -hmm. The juice always in their side. That plus three juiced up minus 115. We're looking at these dogs now continuing to do well. Uh, Short road dogs plus three or less. 20 and 10 ATS this year, 67%. But Pritch, I buried the lead. Guess who's the favorite to win the AFC? The Patriots plus 300. Guess who's the favorite to win the NFC? The Bucks 275. Pritch, we have Brady and Belichick on a collision course for the Super Bowl. If that happens, all of New England will spontaneously combust. Great win last night. I want Brady and I want Belichick in the Super Bowl. And Mm -hmm. right now, that's where the odds are trending.
2: More signals for your state to get on board with legalizing uh, sports betting, right? (laughs) More signals. Oh man, that
5: would break records. Imagine that, Pritch.
2: (laughs) That would be crazy. Uh, Well, first of all, congratulations to the Patriots. I I guess it's just when you in offseason uh, outspend everybody in free agency, I mean don't forget that the how aggressive the Patriots have been Since the entire offseason going into the season. We talked about bill Belichick scorch earth tour for this guy uh, And a lot of credit. I mean he just reestablishes himself as the greatest court of, uh, greatest head coach Uh, in the National Football League of all time. Uh, And there was so much evidence in this game, too. As we look at it, uh, you know, cashing to the under with a teaser, teasing the Patriots up if you wanted to. You didn't have to, but if you wanted to. Uh, But he used the arrogance of the Buffalo Bills against them. I mean, Buffalo's at home. They understand the windy conditions in their own stadium, but yet they didn't use it to their advantage. They were going into the wind uh, in the fourth quarter right there in that football game. Uh, To me, that's inexcusable.
5: I'm right there with you, Pritch. And again, you tune into some national TV shows today. They're all talking about how Belichick is so smart. But uh, I think sometimes, you know, being smart means not not outsmarting yourself, Pritch. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Belichick winning that game, I think the big thing is, oh, you know, they won the game. Mac Jones only threw three passes. Like, unbelievable. It never happens. But... I think Belichick just said, hey, the conditions are crazy, and what do we really bank on as a team? A really good offensive line. If you look at the heights and weights of all the offensive linemen, Pritch, they have one of the biggest lines in football. You have a good running game, and you have a rookie quarterback who you don't want to put into a bad spot. So what does that mean? It means play good defense. uh, You know, don't have to rely on your kicker much. Just run the ball. The only mistake that Belichick made, Pritch, was putting Nikhil Harry there back to field (laughs) a punt. This guy never fields punts, and you're going to put him in a spot with terrible weather. That was the only mistake Belichick made, but uh, it just goes to show you, I think the reason why you like the Patriots, if you want to place a futures bet on them, they're only one win away from cashing their over 9.5 win total Pritch, so that's a little early Christmas gift that they can, uh, now they're off a of bye, uh, but I just think Pritch, you know, they can play any way you want. You want to win a 14-10 game where you're low scoring, they can do that. They have to put up points, and Mac Jones has to throw it. Throw the ball, they can do that too. I think that Belichick has a team that he really, really likes because it's not all about the quarterback. Mm-hmm. He can just mix and match and play the matchups. I think that's why you're seeing this Patriots
2: team do so well this it's year. It's about discipline uh passionate overachievers, Josh. That's the Belichick way. It really is, because everybody's prepared. Everybody is prepared on this football team for every situation. Whereas most teams in the National Football League, they're not prepared. I mean, for instance, Buffalo, look, you're not going to change your ways. You're going to be arrogant about what you do. You're going to throw the football. Okay, fine. Uh, but you have to execute that too. one of four in the red zone. And the only time they was, was in the red zone is because of the muff punt that brushed off his helmet. I'm not going to even say it hit his helmet. It brushed off his face mask. Uh, and that put the Bills in the red zone. That's the only time they had really a, a significant opportunity to score a touchdown. They took advantage of it with the RPO. I so credit them that way. But when you can't execute in the red zone, which the Buffalo Bills for the last several weeks have been one of the worst teams in terms of red zone scores per game. I'm talking about touchdowns. Uh, They're right in the category with, you know, Tennessee, Denver, Seattle, Carolina, 1.7 touchdowns per game when you're in the red zone. Buffalo, this has been training that way with this football team.
5: You're totally right, Pritch. And Again, this game would have been different if, you know, that deep pass to uh, Stefan Diggs, you know, if he catches that one. And there are other opportunities here where you could have uh, maybe gotten this thing a little bit closer. But, uh, again, I think it just comes to the fact of Bill's felt like, hey, like we're from Buffalo. We deal with the weather. We can throw the ball. And I give Josh Allen a lot of credit, Pritch. The elements were really terrible and he made quite a few plays in the air that Mac Jones uh, obviously wasn't asked to make. But you're totally right, Pritch. This is a team that uh, has had some issues. Now, I think, what are they? Three and four, their last seven. They've mm-hmm. struggled here a little bit. And I just think all this house money on the Patriots, you know, we mentioned with, um, you know, these uh, these division odds, you know, going into last night to win that AFC East, it was Bills minus 130, Patriots plus 110. We we're saying, hey, if you like the Pats in this game, this thing's going to flip if they win now the patriots are are a minus favorite now to win that division so again it's how you map it out now minus 230
2: huge move here Pritch toward Mm -hmm. the bats oh absolutely i mean you got to follow the tea leaves too which i do i mean in terms of my betting uh lower left upper right getting there uh and so you look at the patriots minus 230 the tea leaves all week leading up to this big game bill belichick highlighting Josh Allen, focused in on tendencies, focused in on how great this guy is. It told me everything I needed to know what Belichick was going to focus in on, and he did that. If you think about that last play for the Buffalo Bills, what, fourth and 14, uh, they had a guy named Miles Bryant break up that pass only because of tendencies. Cole Beasley was wide open if against that casino blitz, if, if the Buffalo Bills would have changed their ways in terms of, Featuring players as opposed to featuring a system knowing okay, you got a double post you're going to clear out with Beasley and Therefore Davis is going to be open in the back in the end zone But you know what if you're prepared like a Belichick uh, defense is you can have a guy third team safety miles Bryant come in and make the play of the night I mean, it's crazy to me, but that that's the sign to me when I look at these AFC East odds the Patriots will be better prepared than most teams in the National Football League The Buffalo Bills at plus 165, I can't count on them to change their ways. There's too much arrogance about what they do in order to understand what's going wrong with them right now.
5: I'm right there with you, Pritch. And again, you know, the Dolphins, 150 to one. I'm not going to make that bet. I don't expect that to happen. But uh, which team is trending better right now, Pritch? The Dolphins who have won, what, five straight? Or the Bills who have struggled here? That's kind of the question you got to ask yourself. Uh, And you talk about Miles Bryant, Pritch. This speaks to kind of the depth of the team and the coaching of New England. Because, you know, you've had a lot of success with undrafted free agents. Malcolm Butler, Mm -hmm. J.C. Jackson. There's a long line of these. But Malcolm Bryant, next man up. You know, my one concern going to last night was missing Kyle Duggar because of COVID. A guy who's really come on, a young uh, player here in year two who's starting to make some moves on defense. But what do you do? You throw Miles Bryan in and he has a great, you know, pass deflection <laughs> right. there to end it. So it just goes to show you're well coached. You're fundamentally sound. The other thing, Pritch, uh, that, you know, Boston Tor- uh, Talk Radio talks about is like Belichick gets into these big uh, contract arguments with players when uh, they want more money, he's paid all these guys. So they can't complain about money. They're buying in, they're winning. They're from different teams and they're saying, wow, this, you know, drink the Kool-Aid here and we're winning games. The buy-in is huge on this Pats team right now, which again, with a wide open AFC with, you know, maybe Baltimore taking a step back and who knows what the bills are going to do for you. I think the Patriots and Pritch, I just, in February, if it's if it's Brady against, against that, going Jones, back to that. And it's, I'm going nuts and I don't know what I'll do. It's I, I want, please, dear God, make that happen.
2: Yeah, you know what? It's it's possible. It really is. I mean, what's motivating Bill Belichick, just like what's motivated Tom Brady? Um, It's this separation uh, of the greatest of all time to ever do it. Uh, And they are on a collision course. Let's look at the AFC Championship futures here. Uh, Because the Chiefs could upend that. They can get in the way of that happening. Uh, They're plus 275. The Patriots, as of right now, plus 300. Uh, AFC championship futures right here, the Buffalo Bills plus 450, the Ravens plus 700. You look at all these teams on the board, majority of them, they have issues, health, um, lack of consistency, Uh, you know, that legendary quarterback situation, you know, the Chiefs have that. The Patriots don't really have a legendary quarterback, but he's managing the game and he's doing what everybody else is doing. He's overachieving with that Patriots football team.
5: He really is, Pritch. And again, you're looking at kind of a chalky selection here. It's really becoming a two-team type race between the Chiefs and the Patriots. So maybe they're on a collision course for the AFC Championship game. And I think Belichick kind of created this team, you know, getting Jude on it and really focusing on, you know, a stouter uh, defensive line and better defensive backs to kind of stop a team like the Chiefs here. So I would still give the Chiefs, you know, they should be the favorite. They are the favorite. When they're running hot, Pritch, they're really tough to beat. But the Patriots are right behind them. And mm-hmm. if you're looking for a dark horse, you know, I go down the list and really the only teams that kind of, intrigue me Colt 16 to 1 you know Bengals I'm not a huge believer but 20 to 1 I think that's a valuable number um, I think if you're either Patriots or Chiefs either way you get one of these in you know you can maybe hedge that thing in the AFC championship game but you know you're I'm down on the Ravens right now you lose Marlon Humphrey for the year pitch they just have so many injuries that have really hurt them and I would just mention you know one game that caught my eye early this week was the Cleveland Browns pitch they're coming off a bye they're at home against Baltimore Baltimore's really struggled here as of late Cleveland opened minus one and a half at home they're up to minus two and a half coming coming off a buy, favorites off a buy, 57% ATS. So I'm kind of looking at Cleveland there, maybe to get it done on a short number before it gets to the key number of three.
2: All right, exciting betting times, that's for sure. The VSIN Bowl Betting Guide is almost here with everything you need to bet smarter on every bowl game. This year's guide provides matchup analysis on over 41 bowl games, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. The guide is designed to give you an edge, whether you are betting on every game, playing contests, or just want to find a few high value props. The guide drops December 13th. Make sure to get your copy today for only $19.99 at VSEN.com slash subscribe. You know, after the uh, Patriots go on their spending spree, too, Josh. I mean, another team, Mm -hmm. like you mentioned on this board, I was talking about the offseason, very aggressive in the offseason. But the Colts, you mentioned it, 16-1, really intrigued, though. But Carson Wentz, can you rely on him to get it done? I think their team is complete, but that quarterback situation, a little shaky still.
5: Yeah. And every time I try to give Carson Wentz credit, he's got a great touchdown yep. interception ratio. Pritch, there's a big game. and Then he lets you down. So again, <laughs> maybe it's the one quarterback holding you back with that cold steam.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're going to get to some NFL awards coming up. I mean, Bill Belichick, we, he probably will coach to the year win that I think, but there's some other awards on the board too, to get to all that and more. Come up next right here on V-Cent, the sports betting network.
4: I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed.
0: This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on vSense, the Sports Betting Network
2: everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sports, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling Problem, please call 1 800 522 4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America presented by Betting Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. So let's get to some futures, shall we? NFL MVP futures right now. Current pricing, Josh. You got Tom Brady as a favorite plus 175, Aaron Rodgers plus 600 here. Which is a gap. I mean, that is right. I mean, you think about it. And then Josh Allen, for whatever reason, plus seven hundred. Kyler Murray gets interesting, ten to one. Patrick Mahomes maybe, but then Matthew Stafford at twelve to one. I want to focus on that for a minute because he's currently hundred and sixty yards behind Tom Brady in passing yards. He's four touchdowns behind Tom Brady, and touchdowns. He's got thirty. Brady's got thirty-four. He's got fewer interceptions. You know, it, he's got a big game coming up against Kyler Murray and Arizona. Can he get back into this MVP race here, uh, Josh? And can he at 12 to one be value here on board?
5: So Pritch, it's kind of interesting because the perception of a player versus his numbers. A lot of times you're like, wow, you look at the numbers, wow, this player is much better than I thought he was, or much worse than he thought he was, or maybe your kind of perception is spot on. Pritch, it's weird. Like I knew Stafford was having a good year, but it seems like every time I bet on Stafford or watch (laughs) a Stafford game, he's making mistakes and throwing Mm -hmm. interceptions and you know getting beat at Lambeau Field. So it's kind of intriguing. And you make a good point. You know, at 12 to one, that's kind of an interesting number because uh, he's got 30 touchdowns, nine interceptions. You know, he's only, as you mentioned, only 100 yards behind Brady for the lead lead. In passing yards so if you just go off the stats cover up the names of the players you're like wow that could be value there but pritch i'm not going to outsmart myself too much i'm going to go tom brady here i know i know you're not getting the best of the number you know we had highlighted brady i think he was what 14 to 1 13 to 1 something like that going into the year but if you look at his numbers they're really really impressive you know 34 touchdowns only 10 or 10 interceptions a little bit high you know for him here but leading the league in passing yards and i just think as brady continues to put up these numbers they have a pretty soft schedule down the stretch you know, he could approach 50 touchdowns, Pritch. And when you start to see all these numbers accumulate on a guy that's 43 years old, and you're just gonna get hammered by the narrative of, wow, broke this record, oldest player to do this, oldest player to do that, oldest player to throw for this many yards. It's just going to become a crazy situation where, wow, we're witnessing something, Haley's comment, that doesn't happen often with a player this old putting up these ridiculous numbers. I think that narrative is going to be uh, in Brady's favor. And at plus 175, Pritch, you mentioned it. This isn't like a 175, a 275, a 375. Mm -hmm. He's way above everyone else. Rogers is the next best odds at plus 600. I think this is Brady's award to win.
2: Wow, how about that? I mean, you mentioned narrative. Okay, the narrative is on his side. I mean, if they go back back to back, if it trends or looks as if The Buccaneers are going to go back to the Super Bowl, uh, which it does right now. Uh, You can certainly make the case that the narrative favors Tom Brady. The narrative on Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he took a PR hit because of COVID, right? Uh, And so at plus 600, I mean, he's, he's playing stellar football. You take him off that team, the Packers are not in this position, certainly not going to make the playoffs even. So Aaron Rodgers is the MVP of the Green Bay Packers, maybe in fact be the MVP of the league again. Now Josh Allen, I think that's up in the air here. They have opportunities. He will have opportunities uh, taking a dip with their playoff picture. But yet, if he can resurrect the playoff picture and get back into the playoff picture as a top, a top seed or a higher seed even, uh, okay, he makes a case. Kyler Murray, I think he missed too many games, even though he's impactful. Matthew Stafford, I do want to focus in on this, though, because can he overcome the narrative that he's not necessarily the MVP because he has so much star power on that football team? Donald. Beckham Jr., Ramsey, I mean, all this collection, Vaughn Miller, all these collection of superstars on his team. Can he rise above that in the voters' eyes as an MVP candidate, though?
5: I think they may hold that against him, Pritch. And again, probably shouldn't, you know, your, your stats should, be, should speak for yourself here. Mm-hmm. But I think it would say, hey, wow, like they were a really good team without him. Look at what Jared Goff did. And now think of Jared Goff is not a very good quarterback, but took him to the Super Bowl. And now Stafford's in there uh, again and putting up really good numbers. But again, I think they're going to hold it against him that, hey, you okay. have a really good coach. You have great defensive players. You know, you just get Odell, even though you lose Robert Woods. So we'll, we'll see how that shakes out, Pritch. But, you know, I'll, let me throw this back to you, Pritch, as a, as a non-quarterback that you are. Uh, maybe you're a QB. <laughs> (laughs) back in Pop Warner, but who's the only non-quarterback on this list here? Jonathan Taylor, yeah. 14 to one pitch. Will he win it? Probably not. It's probably going to go to Brady or Rogers or one of these other guys, but let's just step back and look at what Jonathan Taylor has done this year. He's leading the NFL, 1,348 rushing yards. He's averaging over hundred yards a game, 13 games, 1300 yards. He's got a 5.6 yard per carry. He's got 16 touchdowns. I mean, this guy's having an incredible year. And when you ask like, you know, Hey, who's the MVP of that team? Is it, is it Carson Wentz? Is it Frank Reich? Is that good defense? Imagine what they would be without Jonathan Taylor. Pritch, I think at 14 to one, I like the number. I like the value. Am I uh, confident that he's going to win it? No, but I just think of that number. Taylor could be worth a look.
2: Sure, absolutely. I, I mean, there's one player not even on the list here. Big Ben speaking up for him, lobbying uh, T.J. Watt, because uh, anyway, he had three and a half sacks. Uh, he'll probably probably win Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, he's a favorite two to one right now. He was second place last year uh, to Donald, uh, but T.J. Watt. Uh, I, I don't know if, if that's realistic. I mean, I know his stats, his numbers are climbing towards Lawrence Taylor, you know, last defensive player, really, to kind of win that MVP situation. But I, I don't know if T.J. Watt could get there. He's not even on the board. But non-quarterback related, I mean, yeah, obviously, obviously Jonathan Taylor, uh, the favorite right there at 14-1. to 1.
5: Yeah, and of course, you know, Watt's a great player, but he's missed some games Mm -hmm. with injuries with COVID. And you, Pritch, if you are a a defensive player, you know, a Charles Woodson, or, you know, we throw it back to, you know, all these uh, Ray Lewis back in the day, like, you have to put up ridiculous numbers that just... He's got those. (laughs) And he does, yeah, he does. But it just, I just feel like they hold it against these defensive players. You just have to put up such insane numbers that they have to give you the award. I just think it's such geared toward offense. Mm-hmm. He's not even listed here. Great player. But, uh, Pritch, I will mention I'll be rooting for him this weekend or this Thursday night because there is a bit of a move toward Pittsburgh. A lot of these books were, you know, three and a half, four, down to three and a half. Uh, that would be a primetime dog with Pittsburgh on Thursday night against a Minnesota team that's going to miss Dalvin Cook, uh, Thielen, and some other players. So I like the Steelers plus three and a half if you can find the hook uh, this Thursday night.
2: Can Belichick win coach of the year after the spending's free. Uh, that the Patriots went on. I mean, mm-hmm. if you spend the money, you're going to get better. I mean, that's what that narrative is. But it's Bill Belichick with a rookie quarterback right now. Probably sewn up coach of the year. At Kingsbury, giving him a run for his money. If they can get the number one seed, he's plus 350. Uh, LaFleur is not going to get there because he's got Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and then certainly Vrabel, 10-1. to 1. I, I wouldn't even take a shot at that. Zach Taylor? Zach Taylor is interesting, though, because if the Bengals win the division, uh, and this guy was at the, on the hot seat to start the season he has never in two years he's never won this many football games that he's won so far this year (laughs) if they win a division out there in Cincinnati Zach Taylor at 12-1 what do you think
5: Yeah, Taylor 12-1, definitely some value here. You know, you stumbled last week against the Chargers. Maybe you can get some good mojo going. It's almost like, you know, in Major League Baseball, Pritch, when there's like a bad team that plays well uh, and you get the coach of the year and like the AL or NL, kind of it's different in the NFL, obviously. But Taylor could be worth a look. Again, a team that's overperformed. Their win total was 6.5. You know, you're already above that. I would say with Belichick, Pritch, he really strengthened his case last night. I don't think he did it intentionally, but it was just now now just the media narrative of, hey, at first you're a coach who, uh, again, and there's no executive of the year odds, Pritch, because he's both the GM and the coach. But uh, what he did last night, only throwing three passes and winning on defense <laughs> and special teams, I mean, that's really a cherry on top for this award here. Kingsbury, though, plus 350, Pritch, if they have the best record you know, in the NFL when it's all said and done, Plus 350 could have some value. I just think it's it's a one-two kind of thing here with Belichick and Kingsbury. And maybe uh, at plus money, you know, hey, you can't go wrong with either.
2: Okay. I mean, Kingsbury, strong case, plus 350 if they get the number one seed for sure. Uh, the dynamic there with Vance Joseph, who probably will be a head coaching candidate, uh, and what he's done with the defense and then Kingsbury doing everything offensively. Uh, is you, you, like you have two head coaches going on right now uh, with the Cardinals. But Belichick... Uh, What he's done with this defense, we focus on Mac Jones only throwing a couple passes, but yet what the Patriots defense has done all year, I mean, that's a tribute to Bill Belichick. Uh, And so the spending, uh, the buy-in, like you mentioned, the overachieving by players, I mean, that's excellent coaching so far this year.
5: It really is, Pritch. And the ironic thing or whatever what also strengthens Belichick's case is, you know, whoever wins the offseason and spends the most money in free agency, those teams never do well. You know, it's always like the guys are bust, they overpay, they don't mesh together. Another credit to Belichick is the fact that, yeah, he spent all this money, mm-hmm. but he selected players kind of personality-wise or, uh, I don't know, just just fitting in with the team very well. A guy like Matthew Judon, who was a good piece in Baltimore, but now is absolutely flourishing. Or some of these free agents on the on the defensive line to strengthened the, the defensive line. So to me, Belichick, it, early on, it's, hey, he's winning with a rookie quarterback. Now after last night, he's winning just with a good overall team all three phases of the game.
2: Yeah, I mean, he zigs when everybody zags. Uh, everybody's zagging, and he's zigging because – the thing is, the spending spree that he went on, guess what? The salary cap jumps up $30 million, close to $30 million next year. So of all the years to have a spending spree and be different, this was the year to do it, whereas everybody else, they were cutting players because they had to get underneath the cap. I mean, it's crazy to think about. This guy is in front of everybody year in and year out. It just doesn't matter. Great point by you, Pritch. And the new TV
5: deals and sports <laughs> right. betting revenues, I mean, it's going to go way up. So these contracts may not look that bad moving
2: forward. Yeah, how about this? And Coming up next on the program, the NFC playoff picture is who's in, who's out. I and mean, we go through that. Come up next right here on VCEN, the Sports Betting Network.
0: This is Betting Across America with. Richard and Josh Applebaum on VSEN, the
2: Sports Betting Network. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, and no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen nicotine pouches are smoke-free, spit free and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, Citrus, and many more. Each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find a satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, which is America's number one nicotine pouch is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com find to locate a store near you, that's zyn.com find Warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So the NFC playoff picture. We're going to start with the sixth and seventh seeds here because I wonder if they can hang on. News, Fitzpatrick is opting for surgery, indicating that Heineke secured that job. And he should. I mean, the winning streak that he's on and uh, the way that he's playing. But they did lose uh, a big key to that offense, Logan Thomas. I mean, that was a cheap shot, by the way. And Gakwe shouldn't do that. Uh, I would be mad. Hopefully he gets fined for that, uh, ending the season for a premium player like that. But anyway, Washington 6-6. Six and six. Odds to make the playoffs. Yes, plus 125. No, minus 155. Josh, you think the Washington football team can hang on?
5: So I'm 50-50 on this, and I think based on the odds maker's numbers here, they're telling you it's slightly more likely that they missed the playoffs. And I think the reason for that, Pritch, is, yeah, they're really hot right now. They're playing great. Uh, Injuries, you know, we kind of knew Fitzpatrick wouldn't really return here, and it's Heineke's job moving forward, which we kind of thought anyway. But, Pritch, it's just tough for me because if you look at the schedule down the stretch for the Washington football team, they have all division games, their last five games of the year. You're playing the Cowboys, then the Eagles, then the Cowboys again, then the Eagles again, then the Giants. So that's a really tough stretch. There's Mm -hmm. really no cupcakes there. And when you have all these divisional matchups, these are super tight games. They could go either way, but I look at it and say, you're probably going to split a lot of these. Maybe you're two and three, maybe you're three and two, you go three and two, maybe you catch that plus 125. So I do like them in terms of the spread pitch. One bet I make today early for the nfl week 14 slate is taking washington plus four i've seen a lot of money move toward the football team here dallas open minus five on the road they're down to minus four even though they're the public play here and it looks like this line may even get down to three and a half all these plus four washingtons are juiced up like it's uh plus four minus 120 going down to three and a half so i grabbed the four there with the points Maybe you play well and keep this thing close and cover the number. But, Pritch, I'll defer to you. Tough stretch there with all these division games. Would you lean more on the minus 155 to miss or the plus 125 to make for WFT?
2: Well, I'm looking at everybody else on the board. I mean, the Eagles, Gardner Minshew, man, Minshew mania. How about that? (laughs) Uh, The discussion exists about him being the quarterback moving forward, and uh, the Eagles look different. Uh, Cannot deny that. They look different, more energized, certainly having more fun, and everybody's involved that way. Uh, and I think they have more options offensively, too, in addition to the running game. We'll see what direction they go in, though, with the Eagles. Uh, and so depending on the teams behind Washington, the football team, you mentioned the schedule. I'm, I'm in lockstep with the schedule. I, I won't lean the on minus 155 yet, though, uh, to miss the playoffs. I mean, this team, uh, this quarterback, I mentioned it several weeks ago, he's hungry. Uh, he's got that gunslinger mentality, and he has nothing to lose. Uh, that's dangerous for a player like this playing this way so far. But he did take a hit, though, offensively uh, with the injury to to Logan there at tight end.
5: You're exactly right, Pritch. And, again, I think that's what you're banking on. Heineke continuing to progress mm-hmm. and get better with more experience. And, uh, of course, you're going to need your running back uh, to be, running backs to be healthy yep. here. You've been dinged up here recently. But, um, Pritch, to me, it's like between the Eagles and the Washington football team, I feel like one of those two will sneak into the six mm-hmm. or seven seed. They're both plus 125. You can walk a tight open bet on both and feel like, hey, you know, as long as I get one of the two, I'll win, you know, 0.25 units there. But where I'm going to go with this one, Pritch, is the 49ers to make the playoffs. They're the seven seed, you know, technically one seed back of Washington, but they're minus 190. They're the only minus number we have on the board here to make the playoffs. And if you look at their schedule down the stretch, you're playing the Bengals this week, week, which is pretty much a pick 'em type game. And you've seen some movement, actually, towards San Francisco. A lot of these books were Bengals, like, laying one, one and a half, or two. Now it's down to one or a pick 'em. You got a lot of good matches on Garoppolo and Shanahan as dogs there. So whether you win or lose that one, you still have a a game at home against the Falcons, a game at home against the Texans. You know, you probably expect to win both of those. And then you have to go to the Titans and to the Rams. Now those are going to be tough games here, but I could see them, you know, getting three of, you know, three and two their last five. You know, then you're what a nine and eight record. To me, the the San Francisco 49ers at minus 190. Even though it's a minus number, it's not too heavy, and I think the 49ers would be the one team I would pick on this board to make the playoffs at minus 190.
2: Okay, so they have some injury situations too uh, uh, with the linebacking core. Uh, You think about Debo Samuel. I mean, the explosive nature that he presents to that offense too. We saw that uh, uh, actually play out against Seattle. Now, familiarity within the division, that's different than the 49ers and what they're going to face uh, coming up here this week.
5: Yeah, you're totally right, Pritch. So, again, you need Debo Samuel back. You need Fred Warner back. I think there was a report saying, hey, this is only going to be a one- or two-week injury, which, by the way, Pritch, the Boston Celtics are notorious for telling you it's a one- or (laughs) two-week injury, and then it's like four weeks. They've been doing this with Jalen Brown all year long. So, who knows if that's real or not, but at least it's not a season-ending variety. Uh, But, again, you know, Jimmy G having a good year. You do have good coaching there. The 49ers with a couple cupcakes down the stretch, to me, would be the team I would target to make the playoffs right now.
2: And the Panthers are off the board probably because Matt rule firing Brady I mean my goodness you got a secure contract Matt rule and you're already going to fire and jettison your offense coordinator which indicates that you might not have a clue a lot of people thought that he did have a clue one guy that could make the jump from college to the National Football League he had a lot of support for that uh maybe an indicator right here more tea leaves Uh, this uh, is off the board here for the Panthers in their situation to miss or make the playoffs.
5: Yeah, really surprising move there, Pritch. A young guy who again, you know, how how good can you look as an offensive coordinator mm-hmm. if you have uh, Sam Darnold, who's injured and seeing ghosts. Mm-hmm. And then you have Cam Newton. Like, I, I just think he kind of was up against it to start. I would say, Pritch, I like Atlanta Falcons plus three this weekend. They're going to Carolina. If you look at the way the juice is trending, the Falcons look to be in the spot that the Patriots were in last night. Divisional spot, divisional dog on the road, a low total divisional dog, which is always a good thing. And a lot of these uh, opening at three, but almost all threes on the Falcons are plus three, minus 120. Pritch, I think this thing gets down to two and a half. At that point, maybe it tees up the Falcons but i like the falcons in this spot uh plus three before it falls and then pritch one team that i kind of like to miss the playoffs it's a big number minus 360 but the minnesota vikings they're getting hurt now a lot of these guys are out this is a team that i think could spiral down uh, you know in a bad direction here moving forward i like pittsburgh in the points thursday night but if you look at the schedule moving forward for minnesota they have the Bears twice, probably gonna beat them both times, but then the Packers, the Steelers, the Rams, mm-hmm. I think it's a tough spot and they're already two games below five hundred. Minus three sixty is a big number,
2: but I don't think the Vikings are gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean come on, Panthers, Matt Rule. I mean, who's the quarterback before uh, <laughs> they traded for Darnold? Was it Bridgewater? It was Bridgewater,
5: Bridgewater. P.J. Walker. Yeah, yeah, a bunch <laughs> of these guys, exactly.
2: It's the coordinator's <laughs> fault, though, right? <laughs>
5: uh, but Bridge, don't, don't feel bad. He'll get like a, a gazillion dollars to go back to college, so he'll, he'll be okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's definitely going to happen. <laughs> um, how about this? The uh, injury news, COVID news. Uh, we could see Jacob uh, Fromm, Jake Fromm playing quarterback because Glennon's in concussion protocol for the Giants. Daniel Jones already moved out. They traded for Fromm. uh, And and so how does this affect this game? The Chargers, uh, their situation with the COVID news with uh, Keenan Allen, Uh, He's on the COVID list. We're not sure if he's vaccinated or not. We'll see what happens and develops during the week. Bosa, uh, concussion. But the defense rose to the occasion against the Bengals, stopping the run, which they needed to do, and coming up with some timely uh, uh, defensive plays as well. Laying a big number, though, against the Giants with a quarterback they just recently traded for.
5: Yeah, Pritch, this is kind of a similar spot, obviously, with Glennon going to Miami last week where we saw a big move based on uh, a backup. We're now third or fourth string quarterback at this point, mm-hmm. Pritch. So I think there's two ways to attack this. Number one, I think the Chargers are in a good teaser spot going up against Fromm. You take them ten and a half. Uh, down to minus four and a half. That way you go through 10 and go through seven. Uh, just got to win by five or more. That's kind of a long teaser play on a favorite to bring them down a little bit. If you're afraid of, hey, maybe From you know surprises you a bit or maybe the Giants' defense plays well. I think it's a good teaser spot with the Chargers in a non-conference favorite angle. The other angle, Pritch, would be the under here. How many points is From going to put up? Either way, Giants have been really good to the under this year. If you look at their updated numbers, they're eight, three, and one to the under. You'll get the Chargers. Surprisingly, we think of, You know, Herbert put up a million points, Mm -hmm. but they're seven and five to the under. And that total's already fallen 45 and a half down to around 44 and a half. Yeah, it's in the dome there at SoFi, but you look at these non-conference unders, been very good this year. Uh, updated stat, 41 and 21, 66%. So I target the under. I look to tease down the Chargers. Uh, and Pritch, you know I like my gross dogs, but I'm not, I am not. I don't want yeah. any interest here in Fromm plus the point. That
2: was really gross to be honest with you. I don't <laughs> even know if a hazmat suit could uh, help you with that one. Uh, Brandon Staley, great job of coaching. I'll give him a lot of credit uh, from a defensive standpoint, what he was able to do and produce or help produce uh, for that Chargers defense. Uh, that was a that was needed. Uh, Let's get to the Ravens. Marlon Humphrey um, is officially out now the rest of the season. There was doubt about him and an illness, but now uh, he's out for the rest of the season with an injury. Uh, The Browns, too, seen a lot of early line movement because of the injury bug. Just cannot leave the Ravens organization right now.
5: Yeah, you got one team really injured here, Ravens, Pritch, but the other team, the Browns, they've been banged up, but they're coming off a bye. That mm-hmm. bye couldn't have come at a better time. The early move did go to the Browns, one and a, minus 1.5, up to minus 2, minus 2.5. Also a divisional late-season underplay there, Pritch, 43 down to 42.
2: Yeah, we're going to get to some more injury news, updates, uh, uh, perhaps coaching news, too, that could affect your bet. All that and more come up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network.
4: I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed.
2: America with Mike Pritchard and
0: Josh Applebaum on Vsin, the sports betting network.
2: BetMGM the King of Sportsbooks welcomes you with a special offer on college basketball. Simply place a $10 moneyline wager on any game. If either team hits a three-pointer in the game, you'll win $200 in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code Vsin200 when you make your first bet. Enjoy college hoops like never before with BetMGM gym all season long. Download the app or go to bet gymcom and use bonus code VSEN200 to win $200 in free bets if a three-pointer is made in the game you wager on. Visit betmgm.com gymcom for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So some more injury news uh, that could affect your bet. Uh, we got a Thursday night matchup uh, coming up here to Josh. Vikings and Steelers. Vikings wide receiver Adam Thielen. Uh, considered to be a long shot to play. I mean, ankle sprains, high ankle sprains in particular, those are tough. Uh, to come back from quickly, Uh, certainly right there. What do you think about this line movement? I don't know if it's based on that news. It could be, or the Steelers may be getting healthier. Open minus three and a half Vikings at home, now minus three uh, Vikings at home.
5: You're exactly right. Pritch. I think it's probably a little bit of combination of both. Obviously the injuries are favoring the Steelers here with the fact that you're going to miss uh, most likely Doblin cook Thielen, two huge pieces to your mm-hmm. offense here for the Vikings, but also Pritch a lot of these defensive guys from Minnesota. I mean, Anthony Barr and Kendricks and a bunch of these guys who missed the last game or a couple games in a row here, they might be out as well. I think this is a good play to back Pittsburgh. As you mentioned, a lot of these books are three and a half down to three. Some books. I even saw an opener of minus four Vikings or a little, kind of an earlier look at line either way. They're both falling toward the Vikings. But I would hold out for a three-and-a-half. I don't think you have to go bet it right now. A lot of these minus threes are juiced up. Minus three, minus 120 to the Vikings. Like, that uh, three-and-a-half is probably going to pop up at some point. But I think the hook could be critical. I like the Steelers here in this, in this spot, Pritch. Uh, having some momentum off that big win against Baltimore. But also, uh, dial it up once again for Mike Tomlin as a dog, Pritch. <laughs> right. Five-and-two. ATS as a dog, 71% in his career. With the Steelers as a dog, 43-and-21, 67%. You're also looking at road dogs doing well in the NFL this year, 61%. And uh, one of the systems you love, Pritch, those road dogs Mm -hmm. plus seven or less, uh, 56 and 23, 71% ATS this year. So add it all up, Pritch, 71%. Yeah, we're winning three out of four of these, Pritch. So I'll grab the points with the hook with Pittsburgh, three and a half, and keep an eye on the under maybe with these offensive guys probably missing from Minnesota. These non-conference unders have done well. Primetime unders have done very, very well, specifically the last couple months. Uh, That open 44 and a half. Kind of stayed where it's at. But if you start to see the juice uh, dip a little bit here, Pritch, mm-hmm. I think 44-and-a-half to the under could be a worthwhile play on Thursday night. You know, we
2: talk about letdown spots uh, after wins. What about letdown spots after losses, too? Uh, I, I think <laughs> I think there's players on this roster that might be willing to check out uh, or getting close to it. Uh 5-and-7 record. Zim probably is not going to come back. Um You're not inspired at all by the quarterback, Kirk Cousins, even though he played decent. Um, it's just the belief in that building right now after losing to the lions, it's gotta be at an all time low. And then on the other side, conversely to that, the Steelers, everything's feeling good over there and they're, and they're building Mike Tomlin. You mentioned him, uh, big Ben lobbying for TJ watt MVP. I mean, there's a good feeling, a good sense. in that Steelers uh, locker room right now, as they're trying to make a push towards playoffs.
5: I'm right there with you, Pritch. So not only is this a team off a big win, who's kind of turning it around, getting a little bit healthier. We have these Mike Tomlin stats. We know that road dogs have done very well. Primetime dogs have done well. Yeah, exactly. So, again, if, if you're making a case, and I always think of myself as kind of like a lawyer, Pritch, like a better call Saul. You know, when you're trying to make win a case, <laughs> you're trying to just layer in as many positives in one direction as you can to feel like you can convince a jury to make a bet, and your jury is you as the better here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, sounds good to me with a plus three and a half here. That's a play I put in today with Pittsburgh. Uh, but I would mention just real quick, Zimmer. He is good off a loss. If you look at him off a loss, he's 4-2 ATS this year, and he's actually 34-17, 67% in his career. Now, again, that – Based on the line movement, really the the wise guys aren't really you know betting on that trend there. Right. Uh, but again, Zimmer has done well in that spot. But I think really all the value is, is on the dog here in this play.
2: Losing to the Lions that way though, that's just not your average loss. Ugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> there's some <laughs> there's some cursing going on in that locker room right now. Kicking of uh, equipment uh, around that locker room right now too. Uh, the Texans quarterback Tyrod Taylor is injured again. I think, or was he benched? Not sure about that. Davis Mills is going to get to start. Uh, Seahawks currently laying seven and a half. Uh, are you going to touch this game, Josh? Actually eight now on the board.
5: I think this thing is going to go up and up and up. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think at one point you're going to say, wow, you know, if this gets to eight and a half, nine, nine and a half." I think just as this news is coming out, you're seeing this line get steamed up to the Seahawks. Yep. I think a lot of books. You know, early It was only minus six and a half. Now it's all the way up to eight with Davis Mills likely starting. I think this is a great teaser play on the Seahawks. Russell Wilson finally getting a win last game where there was some money late in his favor, three and a half to three, even down to two and a half. You get a little mojo going. Now you're going to play a rookie coach, rookie quarterback. Uh, I would like to take the, uh, the Seahawks here eight down to two, or if you find a seven and a half, down to minus one and a half i think that's the angle here in a non-conference matchup and again could be a low scoring one davis mills when he played pritch you'd be lucky if you put up seven points i mean this is a really really low scoring team with him behind center that total's already fallen 43 and a half down to 41 and a half and that's a non-conference under as well so i'd lead under and i'd look to tease down the seahawks now uh, playing against davis mills
2: okay total at 42 that's very interesting right there i mean if you like i guess if you Want the Hawks. I mean, right now, because you think it's going to keep rising here, the threat.
5: I think so, too. You had the initial adjustment just switching quarterbacks. But okay. now, uh, Pritch, we're lucky. You know, this is our job. But mm-hmm. all the public working hard at their, at their job, where, where, when they get home and see that, you know, uh, you're going to have Davis Mills in, in in place of Taylor, you're going to have further, further heavy public betting here. I think this line gets higher and higher. If you like the Seahawks on the spread or teaser, I think you bet them now. This thing's only going to go up.
2: Okay. I highly recommend the Market Insights podcast, Josh Applebaum. I was actually in your book, uh, Everything Guide to Sports Betting, because basketball, NBA, is on my horizon. Uh, So I wanted to refresh all the information I got out of your book as well as your podcast. Uh, So Army-Navy, college football. I thought we had Army-Navy last night, but we're going to have college football with Army-Navy. I've been to this game, Josh. I've covered this game repeatedly. It is one of the best events ever uh, to be able to attend that game. The passion on the field right there. For me, it's always tough to handicap because the energy from the cadets, uh, it's unmatched. Uh, And it doesn't matter the series matchup. It just doesn't really matter sometimes. But the, the emotion in this game, Army's laying seven and a half against Navy, though.
5: Yeah, so really, Pritch, anytime I see this matchup, I automatically go to the total. You know, we did see a little move toward Navy. I think some books were Army, minus eight and a half, down to minus eight and a half, or sorry, down to minus seven and a half. But, Pritch, military academy unders. When I got into system driven betting, this is one of the first systems uh, that I learned. And it was basically when you have two military academies, Army, Navy, Air Force, any of these teams, and they play each other, the under is absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's about 80% if you go back the last decade. In the last 15 matchups between Army and Navy, the under under is 15 and 0 so automatically when these teams get to get together they play the same style they run the ball and when you run the ball all the time pritch you kind of know what to expect Uh, you chew up the clock that's really the angle with these military academy unders my only question now, Pritch, same thing we had last night. The under is getting a lot of money, but are you late now? This is something that you as a better have to decide for yourself. The total open 36 and a half. It is now down to 34. I see 33 and a half. So a lot of money to the under. Again, the under is cash 15 in a row between these two teams. Uh, to me, it's an under or nothing play. I just get a little concerned that it's now down to 33 and a half. Damn. And I would say, Pritch, every year this happens, and you have a lot of people say, wow, it's dipped. It's so low. Let me buy low, take the over. It seems to not matter they go under anyway so maybe the odds makers have adjusted and now this is your true total at 33 and a half but if you got anything 36 35 early you're feeling really good with this army navy total dropping
2: if anybody out there ever gets the chance to go to this game you have to do it it's on a bucket list it (laughs) it has to be on your bucket list it is truly one of the better events ever uh, in, in any sport, really, uh, it, the, the pageantry, uh, the walk on everything, the whole day is it, just so festive out there. Army, Navy, uh, there you got the spread minus seven and a half for Army, 34 is a total. You got to play in the NHL as well. Who do you have?
5: Yeah, Pritch, let's see if I can make a case and help you uh, you know, jump on my side and sweat this game <laughs> with me. Let's go Tampa Bay Lightning tonight, Pritch. This was a good system match for me. Uh, they're on the road at Montreal. Uh, you had Tampa Bay really good as a favorite this year, 14-6. They're 7-2-2 two two on the road. Montreal's been terrible as a dog, 4-13, four, four and 13, and they're 4-8-1 at home. So those trends really favor the Lightning here. You've had a big steam move on the Lightning. They open around minus 190. They've been bet up to around minus 210. If you look at these uh, big favorites, 200 or more this year, they're 61-19 with almost a 10% return on investment. You also look at these road favorites, minus 175 or more, they're 17 and 481%. So it's a big number. Uh, maybe you're intrigued by a puck line play here. I'll go money line. And again, anytime I'm, I'm betting a, a baseball or a, a NHL favorite here that's at this price, always bet to risk, not bet to win against all, for all plays. You're risking your one unit, trying to get a half unit back. Let's go lightning tonight. Pritch.
2: All right. I don't know if I'm going to do that. I got to go to a dinner tonight. The <laughs> National Football Foundation is Ooh. in town. The College Football Hall of Fame. Uh, Eric Dickerson's going in. Michael Westbrook, uh, CU's uh, Buff right there is going in as well. It's going to be a festive evening.
5: Nice. Have some fun, Pritch. I'll 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 stay
2: glued to your Twitter and see you and all the VIPs. Tonight. Absolutely. Sending out pictures on Twitter for sure. That'll do it for us today. Back tomorrow, the Edge coming up next right here on VSN, the Sports Betting Network.